Welcome to the Medovia Menopause Podcast, your trusted source for evidence-based, science-backed information related to menopause. Medovia is dedicated to changing the narrative about menopause by educating, raising awareness, and supporting women in this stage of life, both at home and in the workplace. Visit medovia.com to learn more. I'm one of your hosts, April Haberman, and I'm joined by Kim Hart. We're co-founders of Medovia, certified health coaches, registered yoga teachers, and midlife mamas specializing in menopause. You're listening to another episode of our podcast, where we offer expert guidance for the most transformative stage of life, bringing you real conversations, education, and resources to help you overcome challenges and reach your full potential through midlife. Join us and our special guests each episode as we bring vibrant, fun, and truthful conversation. And let us help you have a deeper understanding of menopause. Today, we have Lori Green joining us as part of our Women's History Month to share her personal menopause story. Lori is the hairstylist and visionary behind Elle Marie Hair Studio. Driven by her desire to foster connections and support personal and professional growth for hairstylists, Lori opened her first salon in 2006, growing to five locations in Snohomish County in Washington State. Motivated by a deep-seated belief in the transformative power of direction, connection, and purpose, Lori's mission in the beauty industry goes beyond the art of hairstyling. She's eagerly committed to empowering women and hairstylists alike guiding them on a journey of self-advocacy and collective empowerment. Better together, Lori believes in the power of mutual support, advocating that together, women and individuals can gracefully navigate the challenges of career and personal growth by utilizing each other as invaluable resources. Elmarie Hair Studio serves as an environment where both clients and stylists are urged to embrace authenticity and chase their dreams with confidence. Through her unwavering passion, invaluable resources, empowering mentorship, and inspiring leadership, Lori leaves a lasting impact on the beauty industry and the individuals she influences, one connection at a time. We hope you enjoyed listening in as much as we enjoyed having this conversation. Hi, Lori. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for Hi. having me. <laughs> We're so happy to have you on the show today. You and I have known each other for a really long time. And side note, our listeners don't know this, but you are my cousin. Yes. And we have spent a lot of time over the past couple of months talking about our menopause stories together, sharing that with one another. And I really wanted to have you on the show today to share your story, because I think that your story is going to impact so many of our listeners. You started menopause at a young age, little cat (laughs) out of the back there, but can you first tell us how old you are, a little bit about yourself and when you started or when you reached menopause? Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, I just turned 47 on, uh, February 17th and, you know, I literally just discovered like within the past few months that I am in postmenopause, 
And so when I started menopause, really, all I really can do is go back to symptoms and go back to times in my life and think like, that's when it was. And it was about 2018, 2019. Hmm. So I was young, whatever the math is on that. That's how old I was. I was over. Yeah, we're not going to do math on the show today. <laughs> yeah. So, it's too um, hard. But that's but all I can young. really do um, is, is figure that out. And yeah. yeah and yeah. So 47, so you're 47 right now. So I just mm-hmm. want to remind listeners that the average age to reach menopause is 51. And that's for white women. It's a little bit younger for other ethnic groups, but 47 is young. And you just found out that you're post-menopause. So if you back into that, do that math, you were mm-hmm. in your early forties mm-hmm. when you either reach menopause or you started perimenopause, who knows, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. all hindsight, but, um, that's, that's important for our audience to note. And I want to just open up the floor to you right now to allow you time to share your story and your journey with our listeners. So I'm going to hand it over to you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So it was, I've, so let's just talk about periods. So I've always been very regular, always been, been very regular. I just always know when it, when I'm going to start my period and not, not even by the calendar, but how my body felt. And so, um, I do remember the first time that my period was delayed and that was in about 2018. Um, and I chalked it off to like, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant, even though my husband had a vasectomy. And I'm like, I'm going to be that one in a million, you know? And so I took all these pregnancy tests. It's so funny how we go there, right? Um, But I wasn't. And then, uh, and then I talked it off to stress. So on that note, um, to talk about mental health, I have battled with depression for my entire adult life. Um, You know, ups and downs, highs and lows of, of, um, and it's usually situational. I was, gen- I was, uh, diagnosed with what's called generalized anxiety disorder, which is the most difficult because I'm like, cool. So it's like this giant, like whatever, <laughs> but I'm like, okay. So, um, but with that, I, uh, I just assumed all these symptoms I was having was because of that. And mm-hmm. so I was put on, you know, different pills, different medications, different, like go to therapy, do all this, do all that. And so I thought, I thought my lack, my period was really not showing up because of stress. Um, and then most recently, like in the past, well, about two years ago, I started having joint pain. And, um, I also have learned that, you know, our bodies will, uh, store stress and things like that. So I still always went back in my mind to mental illness mm-hmm. and, um, which is really sad. And so then, uh, fast forward now to, uh, August of this year, um, I was just like this, my periods are so irregular. And at that point now, not only is the anxiety intense, my joints all over were hurting. Um, my skin was feeling some sort of way. Like uh, the night sweats, that was the, that was the, yeah. the that was the one where I was like, okay, this is not normal. This is, not yeah. <laughs> I gotta go. Like, I gotta go yeah. help. <laughs> Why is my pillow soaking wet? Like what is going on? And so, um, at that point I thought, okay, well, what if I, what if I'm going through menopause? What if I'm doing that? And so, um, do you want me to keep going? Yeah, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. So I, I think I reached out to you, April. I'm like, uh, what's going on here? And you're like, okay, well, you, you know, you kind of guided me to go talk to somebody gets, you know, see what's going on or whatever. So. I did. I ended up, um, I was nervous to go to a doctor because my history with going to doctors with telling the doctors about my symptoms always resulted in a prescription and talk about mental health. 
Mm -hmm. And so I thought I was going crazy and I'm like, I am not going crazy. And if I am going crazy, I need someone to tell me differently, (laughs) like tell me what to do about it rather than just popping all these pills. And so, um, I hired, I went and saw a naturopath who did all my, just a bunch of blood work and all of my markers. I was not producing any hormones at all whatsoever. Um, uh, I, so, you know, we could talk about all that, but, um, that was, uh, I, I started taking these different supplements. Don't ask me what those were. I could tell you, I could look it up, but I, yeah. whatever I just trusted. And, um, and then the symptoms started, started to subside. Mm-hmm. So it was, and then we did blood work again and we saw, okay, this is actually working. And also I understand that, um, you know, the certain times of month, depending on where you are in your cycle, when you do the blood work and all that could vary. Right. And so, you had taught me that April. And so I made sure we, we took the, you know, did the, the, the work, like the blood work that, you know, I I was just very mindful of how my body was feeling throughout the month. And, um, sure enough, I'm in postmenopausal and I probably have been for a while. I am, I just looked, I look about once a week, I'm 224 days past my period. Well, there so you go. <laughs> I'm just waiting for, you know, that, that one year mark. So I can say I'm actually done. Yeah. You can celebrate. We'll have a party for you. I, yeah, can we, we please? My gosh. We need to do that more often. I think y- you unpacked so much, um, that yeah, we could just keep going with your story. Um, I, I want to come back to the fact though, that you, you struggled with mental health Mm-hmm. And yet here you are going through perimenopause and you're still getting band-aids and pills slapped at you. And no more said <laughs> maybe you're going through perimenopause. Maybe this yeah, is nobody maybe said you that. Look at this, right? Nobody. Nobody well, said that. No one ever said that. No, and and here's the thing. I didn't even know to ask that. That's why, and that, that's one of the reasons why I feel so strongly about doing this podcast with you guys, because it's like you know, I'm still young. Nobody talked to me. I mean, bless my mom's heart, you know, but it's an uncomfortable conversation. You know, nobody wants to talk about periods. And so to, to be able to like, just share my story and, and get vulnerable where I need to, and, and let women know that it's okay. And we have to advocate for ourselves. Absolutely. You know, and sometimes we don't even know how to do that. And well, I still don't know how to do it. I'm winging it, but I mean, you know, <laughs> so. you knew that, uh, that the doctors that you've been going to haven't helped you. And you didn't just settle for that. We hear people all the time talk about how, oh, the doctor didn't help me. And, you know, I, I famously tell a story about how my general practitioner landed a book in my lap and I'm like, no, okay, I need yeah. more than this. Yeah. So you went yeah. about finding a way to find a doctor um, that would listen to you, that helped you, that really helped understand what was going on with you. What was, how did you get through that process and figure that out. Cause there's a lot of people that are just like, I don't even know where to turn. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to describe what's happening to me. And it sounds like you tracked it and you found a, a, a practitioner that would help you. Like, how did you get to there? Yeah. Well, I think that the biggest challenge was, um, kind of, I mean, it, it wasn't until I started having the night sweats that, mm-hmm that, you know, those hot flashes, man, those are something else. And so, and yeah, and everyone hears about hot flashes when you go through menopause. So that was what was the tipping factor. And so, um, so what I also knew is that, um, I never really had like a a primary care physician that I super trusted. And it's not that I just didn't really, I don't know. I felt like every time I went in, it's like, oh, you're, you, you know, I was diagnosed with ADD at 45 years old. 
And I'm like, okay, cool. So I, I, I was like, I have an answer. And then I'm like, wait, what's wrong with having ADD? Maybe I've, I've become a successful woman because of this, you know, energy and how do I hone that in? And so I really wanted to take kind of a holistic approach to my healing, I guess, in a sense. And with that, that meant I needed to get some blood work done and I needed someone to explain menopause to me. And so I went on, you know, Instagram and I was like, Hey friends, you know, who do you recommend (laughs) that whatever? And so I found a naturopathic doctor, um, in that actually takes my insurance because that's the other thing. Mm -hmm. Um, down in Edmonds, actually, who I see. Perfect. So. Our backyard. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I think you you bring up another important point, Lori, is that you reached out to your community. And mm-hmm. so often we just suffer in silence because some of the things that are happening to us, we don't necessarily want to share with other people. Um, mm-hmm. We don't want people to think that we're going crazy. And so there's this shame and stigma sometimes so that surrounds menopause and what's happening. Yeah. And yet look where it landed you, right? You were able to get the help that you needed and you found a great healthcare practitioner. And I know that you also found other modalities that have helped you as well. And um, I'd love for you to share a little bit about your breath work and your meditation. Mm -hmm. And just tell me a little bit about that and how that helped you. Oh, I love talking about this. Yeah. So through the process in, in learning that I wanted to deal with, you know, mental illness, cause I thought I was mentally ill at the time, um, in learning all of this, it was more about, um, rather than slapping a pill on the depression or the anxiety or anything like that, I wanted to learn how to manage it and how to, how to live with the ADHD, how to, you know, how to continue to move, move forward in life, um, being able to manage it. And so, through all of this, I've learned the power of breath work and how to, you know, quiet the mind and go within and find the answer. And um, also yoga. So all of the joint pain, the hips, the, the hips are the big one. Yoga, physical therapy, you know, that's helped me tremendously. Um, cold therapy, mm-hmm. you know, do art therapy, just slowing down, you know, yeah. learning those different things yeah. um, to slow down and really be mindful and listen to listen to my body. And then also journaling is a big one. Um, learning to appreciate my body and, you know, kind of tap into that feminine, you know, that feminine energy, that feminine side and, and being proud of being a woman and that, that my body gets to do this, you know, do these things. I get to grow a baby and I get to, you know, like all these things is really cool. Um, accepting the fact that, yeah, I went through menopause early was it's hard you know, cause I'm not quite ready to continue to age, but I guess it's better than the alternative. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. We're here. <laughs> yeah. So. You're here today helping us educate other women, which is really the whole reason Medovia came together is that we saw our friends in our community really struggle around this topic. And we knew that we had this like uh, calling to be able to talk about what's really going on. What would have helped you earlier had you known? Because we were before we started this podcast, we were sort of we were joking in a sense that some of the younger people that we know are like, oh yeah, I don't need to talk about that yet. But boy, I wish I would have known some of these things going into it. Um, What what would have helped me? Yeah, what would have helped you as you think back on some of these crazy things that were happening. And of course we blame it on the fact that we're crazy, right? It has to be me and it's mm-hmm. not happened to anybody else. And I- I'm just going to, you know, take care yeah. of it on my own, whatever that is. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's, you know, the things that you ended up doing with your general practitioner doctor, but 
you know, if you're younger right now and you're looking, you know, looking at your older self, what what do you wish that you would have known that we could share with other people who may not be at the stage that you're at right now? Yeah. Um, I think just awareness. Yeah. You know, awareness. My, um, you know, a little fun fact, my mother had a child at my age. She had a baby when I was 20 years old. And so um, when, when my doctor said to me, you know, well, when did your mom go through menopause? I was like, well, not at my age. Cause yeah. she literally birthed a child at my age. Um, and so I asked my mom, I'm like, mom, did you go through menopause? She's like, I don't think I did. I'm like, well, do you have periods? <laughs> I'm like, you went through menopause. She's and she doesn't recall any of it. Yeah. And so, but she never really talked to me about it and it, you know, and that's not her fault by any stretch, you know? Um, so I think just building awareness, which you guys are doing, um, when I was going through my thing, you know, going through everything, kind of questioning things, April, you would like kind of pop into my DMS on Instagram and be like, have you thought of this? And then I'm like, Oh, and so then I'd go and start looking up things and whatever. Mm -hmm. So just being able to normalize the conversation and make it not uncomfortable. And, um, you know, that would have been great. It would have been great to know where my resources were. It would have been great to even know that menopause was a thing at this age. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't really know that I can answer it of like what like tangible, specific, it's just normalizing the conversation. You know, here's one. How about our doctors ask about it? How about our doctors tell us? How about our doctors say, Hey, just a heads up. Some of these symptoms are relatable to me. Menopause. Let's talk about that. Nobody ever did that. No, I don't think that a lot of healthcare professionals know. (laughs) And that, and that's beginning to change. We're starting to see more education and awareness there as well. (sighs) So that it isn't just a, you know, birth control pill or an yeah. SSRI, SSRI or yeah. anything else, right? A sleeping pill. I think that's changing. But if if I hear what you're saying, Lori, if there were, a, you know, 10, 30-year-old, 35-year-old women sitting in front of us, I what I think you're saying is educate yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, not when you're 50 and you've probably already reached menopause, yeah. but educate yourself now and prepare yourself. Either, yeah, that and just know that it's okay to talk about. Yeah. yeah. Like just know it's coming. You know, you don't have to be afraid of it. Like it, like know it's coming. It, it, it I mean, it, there is nothing <laughs> more certain other than death <laughs> that you yeah. will go through menopause. So yes, exactly. Every single one of us is going to yeah. go. Through it's going to happen, yeah. and it's okay to discuss. And that's yeah. that's to me that's really important. Um, you know, I I, I think I mentioned I own Elmer Hair Studio. Um, I have a salon company with five locations, and like 99% of them are women. And so they are very young. And I will talk about this sometimes with them and you can just see it kind of go right over the head. But I know that something sticks, Uh something's going to stick. And they're going to be like, when they go through, when they get to that point in their life, they're going to know it's normal and it's okay to talk about. And here's some resources. And so I I love what you guys are doing. And I definitely want to bring this to my company to make sure that they know where, where they can access this information because there's so much information out there that is, is some of it's conflicting. Some of, you know, like it's, it's confusing. And so they know where their resources are and and they can advocate for themselves in that space too. So, yeah. And side note on that, we'll put in the show notes, you do have an event coming up for community. And we get to come up and deliver some of our content. So that's coming up in March. So we'll pop that in the show notes. So if anyone's local in the Seattle, North Seattle area, 
you're welcome to come. So we'll put that in the show notes. So Lori, if there, you know, we've had a great conversation here today, but is there anything else, anything that we haven't discussed here that you would want our listeners and our audience to know? I mean, man, I feel like I said a lot. Um, and I it's feel all like great guys, stuff though. Keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think, you know, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit nervous. I had a little bit of a sleepless night last night. Cause I'm like, oh. what, what am I going to talk about? How am I going to like, I want to bring value to this conversation. I'm not an expert by any stretch. I'm still learning. Like there's still, still certain things like, like my hip joint, my joint pain in my hips. I'm like, is it menopause or do I need a full on hip replacement eventually? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But, um, I know that it's normal to go through this phase of life and we're not doing it alone, you know? And so I, I don't know that there's anything else I would add other than, um, I don't mind vulnerable and comfortable conversations. So if anybody wants to call and talk about periods, let's do it. Lori. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Lori, one of the things you did say that I, uh, that I appreciated and that I think women don't know how to do is you slowed down. You took time for yourself. You were saying, uh, before the calls, before the recording started, you said, this is my second birthday month in a row where I've decided to take care of myself. And man, that takes a long time to learn. And it really does make a huge difference in managing the symptoms. Uh, I really appreciate that you brought that up because you can't, you can't go after this problem the way you've gone after every other problem in your life. You really have to do the radical self-care to feel good. Yeah. And I appreciate that you brought that up. Yeah. Slow Thank down, you. Breathe, radical self-care, journaling, time for yourself, breath work, mm-hmm. yoga, it's mm-hmm. all at our fingertips, but the other right thing, and I'll say bravo, Lori, is that you advocated for yourself mm-hmm. you know, Thank you you. Give yeah. up and you found the answers. Mm -hmm. Um, thank you. We don't. So bravo. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Yeah. Yeah, It's, I I will say, um, slowing down is something that is really, really hard for me. Um, I was raised by a woman that is like, go, 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 go all the time. And she's just a phenomenal woman. And I think as women, we, we, you know, it's important, not just women, but as humans. I mean, it's important to have people that you are like, like mentors and it's like, how do they do it? You know, like, like learn from them and, and, um, let them kind of guide the way a little bit, but sometimes we get lost and we think we need to do it just like they did it because it worked for them. Mm. And so we're constantly chasing something without realizing that it's okay to be still, it's okay to just breathe, you know? And, and, um, yeah. I don't know. When you go through something like menopause and your body is failing you, you at least like you think it's failing you and your mind is all over the place and you can't quiet it and you're already a hyperactive person like I am. I mean, <laughs> it is very, very challenging to learn those different modalities to just be. And you're a great example. I've had to, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've had to navigate. And I'm still navigating it. Yep. <laughs> you all are. Right? Your life. Learning. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> we're, yeah. We're always in school. We're always in school. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to have a little bit of fun, Lori. We always end the episodes with a rapid fire. So we're going to rapid fire. And I had to think about these questions because I know you. (laughs) (laughs) Can't ask her that because I know what she's going to answer. So we're going to, we're going to rapid fire. Uh, Camping or hotels? Camping or hotels? How about glamping? 
Oh, she's going to go right in the middle. My Yay. kind of gal. Okay, good. It's like uh, a teepee in the forest yeah. with a stream. Perfect. Would someone else cooks for you? Speaking yes. of which. Oh, okay. There you go. Cooked meals or dining out? <laughs> um, I love dining out. Yeah. I'm not a good cooker. Good cooker. <laughs> not a good cooker. So you just I love dining out. Do it. I love that. Yes. Okay. So introvert or extrovert? Mm. I've always said extrovert because um, I've always been told, but also I kind of feel like I get my energy from other people, Mm -hmm. but I didn't like that answer because I'm like, nope, I want to get my energy from within. And I've learned to really enjoy just being in solitude and being with myself. And so I'm an, I would say I'm more of an introverted extrovert. Okay. Yeah. I love that. And our favorite our favorite ending that we do with all guests. What is the best piece of advice you've ever received? You know what I'm going to say though, I'm going to say, just do it. Um, my mother, the one that go, 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 go all the time. Her, um, we were in business together for many years and her, she thinks she wrote it and Nike stole it from her, (laughs) but her, her mentality of, of just do it is something that, um, is was like a double what's that that phrase double-ended sword or something because I would just do it just do it just do it and pretty soon I'm doing all the things and so I so like the February where I take my birthday month and just be calm I just Just not do it yeah I (laughs) just not do it I just like say yes or say no I I I think it could work both ways like I'm just gonna do it how I want to do it yeah you know I love love that and that does not surprise me about Colleen that she is a just do it I love an amazing amazing woman but yeah Yeah, she is we might have to have her on here sometime too um okay well Lori it's been a pleasure I am so thrilled that we were able to have you on the show thank you for being vulnerable thank you for being honest and we'll put your event in the show notes and listeners that is a wrap until next time go find joy in the journey thanks everybody thank Thank you thank you for listening to the madovia menopause podcast if you enjoyed today's show please give it a thumbs up subscribe for future episodes leave a review and share this episode with a friend There are more than 50 million women in the U.S. who are navigating the menopause transition. The situation is compounded by the presence of stigma, shame, and secrecy surrounding menopause, posing significant challenges and disruptions in women's personal and professional spheres. Medovia is out to change the narrative. Learn more at medovia.com. That's M-I-D-O-V-I-A dot com.